بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد so now this week then we're on the chapter Bab Maja'a fil Musawwireen The chapter regarding the picture makers The chapter regarding the picture makers Hadha al-bab aqadahu al-musannifu rahimahullah Fi kitab al-tawheed Lianna al-tasweer sababun min asbab al-shirk The reason why the author put this chapter in Kitab al-Tawheed is because picture making is one of the means that can lead on to shirk. وَوَسِيلَةٌ إِلَى الشِّرْكِ الَّذِي هُوَ ضِدُّ التَّوْحِيدِ كَمَا حَدَثَ لِقَوْمِ نُوحِ لَمَّا سَوَّرُوا سُوَرَ الصَّالِحِينَ وَنَسَبُوهَا فِي مَجَالِسِهِمْ وَآلَ بِهِمُ الْأَمْرِ إِلَىٰ أَنْ عَبَدُوهُمْ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ Just like it happened to the people of Noah. The people of Noah, Nuh alayhi salam. What happened to them? Initially the shaytan had whispered to them to make pictures, resemblances, figurines of those pious people who had died. So they did it. They had made pictures or figurines, resemblances of those pious people and put them up in their homes and their gathering places. And as we know the story, one by one, eventually as time went by, when the new generations came, they began to worship those representations, pictures, idols, etc. Kadalika. قوم إبراهيم الذي بعث إليهم الخليل عليه الصلاة والسلام. Likewise, similarly, the people of Ibrahim عليه السلام, Abraham, the people who were alive at the time of Ibrahim عليه السلام, those people also fell into shirk due to picture making, due to these resemblances and pictures, and of the like that they were making. وَكَذَلِكَ بَنُوا إِسْرَائِيلَ Similarly, Bani Israel, they were also upon shirk, by falling into the worship of idols and representations and pictures. So this indicates to us that picture making, drawing pictures of living things with souls, Picture making is a means from the means that leads to shirk. فَدَلَّ هَذَا عَلَىٰ أَنَّ التَّصْوِيرِ سَبَبٌ لِحُدُوثِ الشِّرْكِ وَوَسِيلَةٌ إِلَى الشِّرْكِ This indicates therefore making pictures of living things is a means that leads to shirk. So the first hadith 
that we have here. Hadith of Abu Hurairah. رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الله تعالى Abu Huraira says that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that Allah said وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ ذَهَبَ يَخْلُقُكَ خَلْقِي فَلْيَخْلُقُوا ذُرَّهُ أَوْ لِيَخْلُقُوا حِبَّهُ أو ليخلقوا شعيره أخرجاه Who is more wrongdoing? Who is more of a wrongdoer than the one who goes and tries to create like my creation? So let them try and create ذرّه indicating in the meaning of it something small something tiny, like a sweet corn. Let them try and create something small like that. Or let them try and create even a seed. See if they can create even these tiny things. A piece of grain, piece of wheat. Let's see if they can create even those tiny things that they are trying to go and create like my creation, making pictures of living things, resembling my creation, then let's see if they can even create these small seeds and wheat, the tiny things. So at the beginning of this hadith, Allah says, وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ ذَهَبَ يَخْلُقُكَ خَلْقِي Who is more of a wrongdoer than the one who tries to create like my creation? Remember, this is all about making pictures, drawing pictures, taking photographs of living things that have souls. As for non-living things, trees, mountains, rivers, then it is permissible to take pictures of them and to draw pictures of them. But the issue here we're talking about is living things with souls in them people and animals, etc. So Allah says, who is more of a wrongdoer than the one who tries to imitate my creation? So this is like a rebuttal, a rebuke upon those who try to copy the creation of Allah. يَخْلُقُكَ خَلْقِي they try to create like my creation. They try to create like my creation. The person who draws or paints or takes a picture, then he is imitating the actual creation. Trying to imitate and make a resemblance of that actual creation by drawing the person or painting the person or taking a photograph of the person. فَالَّذِي يُحَاوِلُ أَنْ يَضَعَ شَكْلًا يُشْبِهُ الصُّورَ أَلَّتِي خَلَقَهَا اللَّهُ جَلَّ وَعَلَى يَجْعَلُ نَفْسَهُ شَرِيكًا لِلَّهِ فِي التَّصْوِيرِ So the person who tries to make a picture, a painting, something of a living thing with a soul, then that person is trying to recreate the creation of Allah.
the living creation of Allah with souls. And therefore it is as if he is making himself a creator, trying to create like Allah. وَلِهَذَا يَجْعَلُ الصُّورَ عَلَى شَكْلِ الْمُصَوَّرِ مِنْ إِنسَانِ أَوْ حَيْوَانِ And that's why when that artist or person who draws, makes pictures, paints, paints or makes a picture of that living thing with a soul, he will try to make an accurate representation. Draw the head and the face and the eyes and the nose and the lips and the ears and the hands and the legs. Color it in with the accurate representations of the colors. All of that to try and make his product as accurate a resemblance of the living thing. So it is as if he is trying to make the creation of Allah himself in the most accurate way. There was even a story true story of a Scandinavian artist who painted a picture of himself, painted a portrait of himself, and he did it so lifelike that he sent it off to the passport agency in his country to get a new passport, and they fell for it, thinking it was a photograph, and it was a painting he had done. To this level they try to resemble the creation. He painted a painting of himself in a passport photograph size. Sent it to the authorities to get a new passport and they failed to spot this as a painting, not even a photo. And they gave it to him. And then it was on the news. Look how accurate his his painting was. Look at how accurate his painting was. So accurate it looks like the exact thing like it's a photograph. This is the meaning here. Look at how they try to copy the creation of Allah. وَإِن كَانَتْ بِنَاءً فَإِنَّهُ يَبْنِي تِمْثَالًا مُكَوَّنًا مِنْ أَعْضَى وَتَقَاطِعَ يُحَاوِلُ بِهَا مُشَابَهَةَ خَلْقِ اللَّهِ And if it is something as a figurine, as a statue, then they will try to sculpture that in the most accurate way to make it look real. Like you have what they call the museum Madame Tussauds. And then they have all of the real figures as accurate as possible, as human looking as possible. That is what the Sheikh is talking about here. The people who try to imitate the creation by making those types of things, either on paper or as figurines in real life, as they have in that museum. So all of this, it is threatened in the hadith. وَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِمَّنْ ذَهَبَ يَخْلُقُ كَخَلْقِي Who is more wrong? Who is more of a wrongdoer than the one who goes trying to create like my creation? فَلْيَخْلُقُ ذَرَّهِ Then let him create even a sweet corn. هَذَا أَمْرُ تَعْجِيزُ وَتَحَدِّ this is a challenge upon the people. You're trying to make these paintings and these pictures of living human things, of souls, of animals. Then go and actually create even a seed or a sweet corn or a, or a grain. 
Go and create them in reality if you are able. And the reality is they are not. The reality is they will not be able to. They cannot create anything. So we see from this narration, it is impermissible to try to imitate the creation of Allah by trying to recreate it yourselves. Trying to recreate the creation of Allah that has souls in it, humans and animals, etc. In your paintings, your pictures, your photographs, in uh, figurines, statues, all of this is impermissible. And it is threatened in this hadith. The one who does that, then go and try and create even a grain or a seed. And surely you will not be able to do so. Then it is mentioned after that from the hadith of Aisha radiyallahu anha. Anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal, أشد الناس عذابا يوم القيامة الذين يضاهئون بخلق الله The most severe of those of the people who will be punished the most severe punishment upon the people on the day of judgment will be for those who attempted to imitate the creation of Allah, to recreate the creation of Allah. The most severe punishment will be upon them, upon those who attempted to recreate the creation of Allah, attempting to almost compete with the creation of Allah, in recreating it in the accurate resemblance, the most accurate possible. So this is the reason why picture making is impermissible. The reason behind it is, because you are imitating or trying to resemble the creation of Allah. You are trying to resemble the creation of Allah. You're trying to compete with the real thing. Trying to make something. Imitating it and resembling it. And so that is bad manners towards your creator. Allah has created everything in that perfect way. It is not upon you to try and create. To try and imitate. To try and make resemblances of the creation of Allah in any way. So in that hadith, a very severe threat that the most punishment, the most severe punishment will be upon those people who attempt to resemble the creation of Allah, to imitate and recreate the creation of Allah as if to be competing with the real thing in what they can make. Then we have the hadith of Ibn Abbas. The hadith of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma. He says, سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول I heard the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم say كل مصور في النار Every picture maker is in the fire. 
يجعل له بكل سورة صورها نفس يعذب بها في جهنم For every picture that he made He will be punished in the fire for it For every picture In the explanation it now says In this hadith There is a severe threat A severe threat That every picture maker And the Sheikh Al-Fawzan says This includes every type of picture making Whether it is drawing with a pencil Whether it is painting with a paintbrush Whether it is taking a photograph with any digital device or any other type of device. All of this is considered as making pictures. Because as long as what you have done in the end is a picture, the means by which you made that picture are irrelevant. The fact is you have made a picture so that is general to every type of picture making as sheikh al fawzan says including photographs including photographs so all of those people it says are in the hellfire all of them will be in the hellfire the prophet sallallahu did not differentiate Didn't say certain types will be in the fire and certain types will not. Every picture maker will be in the fire. And that is because like we said, taking pictures is a means, is a means by which shirk can be opened up. It is a means by which shirk can be opened up and it is a means that leads to shirk so the person will be in punishment for all of those pictures for every picture that he made all of those pictures they will come back to be a punishment upon him a punishment in the hellfire so in this hadith again the sheikh makes very clear makes very clear that even the photographs are included so you cannot take photographs of living things with souls humans and animals but as for trees plants rivers stars then that is permissible permissible to draw them to take pictures of them but not of living humans or animals that have souls It is haram to take pictures of them, photographs of them, to draw them, to paint them. Then it is mentioned also, وَلَهُمَا عَنْهُ مَرْفُوعًا مَنْ صَوَّرَ صُورَةً فِي الدُّنْيَا Whoever makes a picture in this world, of a living thing with a soul in it, كُلِّفَ أَنْ يَنْفُخَ فِيهَا الرُّوحِ وَلَيْسَ بِنَافِخِ The person will be burdened to blow a soul into that picture. Every picture that he made, 
He will then be told, blow a soul into this picture now, this human that you photographed, this animal that you photographed, or made a picture of or drew or painted. Blow a soul into it now and make it come to life then. Blow a soul into it and make it come to life. This is what will occur to that person. And of course, and certainly as the hadith says, وَلَيْسَ بِنَافِخْ The person will not be able to blow a soul into it. Will not be able to make it come to life. So this is another great severe threat upon those people. وَلَوْلَا أَنَّ فِي التَّصْوِيرِ خُطُورَةِ وَفِيهِ فِتْنَةِ لَمَا رَأَيْتُمْ فِتْنَةَ النَّاسِ بِهِ وَكَثْرَتُهُ Was it not for the fact that picture-making photographs is such a great fitna, then you wouldn't see the people so preoccupied with it. It is a fitna, and that is why the shaitan has gone in with this door of this fitna of photography. Upon the people to make them the photography, to make them do the photography, to do the pictures, to make the selfies, to do all of these types of things, this fitna has opened up amongst the people. The shaitan has used this opportunity amongst the people. لِأَنَّ فِيهِ ضَرَرًا عَلَى بَنِي آدم. Because no doubt there is harm upon people within it. So the shaitan encourages them upon it. The scholars have already mentioned, Sheikh Ubaid al-Jabiri, حَفِذَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى mentioned it is haram and impermissible to take selfies, to use selfies as your Twitter profile or your Facebook profile and other things. Haram to use selfies and to use pictures of living things as such. So this narration says, if you do that, you take pictures or photographs of living things, then on the day of judgment you will be told to blow a soul into it. And of course you will not be able to blow a soul into it or make it come to life. Then in Sahih Muslim, عن أبي الهياج قال قال لي علي he said علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه said to me ألا أبعثك على ما بعثني عليه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم shall I not send you on a mission the same mission that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم had sent me upon shall I not send you upon that same mission the same mission that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم had sent me upon then he explained to him what that task was he said, أَلَّا تَدَعَ صُورَةً إِلَّا طَمَسْتَهَا وَلَا قَبَرًا مُشْرِفًا إِلَّا سَوَّيْتَهُ That you do not leave any picture except that you wipe it out, deface it, eradicate it. Do not leave any picture you come across except that you remove it, destroy it, wipe it out. And neither do you leave the graves that are outstanding from the ground with tombs and tombstones except that you flatten them. This was from the Prophet ﷺ to Ali ibn Abi Talib, the hadith that we already covered several chapters ago. When the Prophet ﷺ told Ali ibn Abi Talib to flatten the graves. Not to have tombstones and all types of writing in the beloved memory of this, that, the other. And then to waste 
money every week, every month, going and putting flowers on it. This is not from Islam to waste your money in this way. Not from Islam to build these tombstones and in loving memory and all these things. The Prophet ﷺ said, flatten the graves. Bury the person flat. Bury the soil on top. Put a small stone the size of your fist or your hand on top just to make it a sign of where the grave is and that's it. Not to have tombstones. Not to have all the writing on it. So Ali ibn Abi Talib was told by the Prophet ﷺ, make them flat. Don't leave graves that are sticking out of the ground. Flatten them. And the point being in the first part of the narration, he was told also, do not leave any pictures that you see except that you destroy them, that you deface them. So what do we learn from this particular chapter? We learn that every person who makes pictures in whatever form his picture making may be, whether it is drawing, painting, photography, digital, otherwise, whatever form his picture making may be, the hadith says, كُلُّ مُصَوِّرٍ فِي النَّارِ Every picture maker will be in the fire. Meaning, the ones who make pictures of living things with souls, humans and animals. As for trees and rivers and those types of things, it's permissible. But we're talking about living things with souls. So the hadith said, every picture maker is in the fire. Similarly, in the other narration, it said, أَشَدُّ النَّاسِ عَذَابًا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةَ الْمُصَوِّرُونَ The most severely punished people on the Day of Judgment will be the picture makers. Again, it is general to every type of picture maker. The hadith does not specify with your hand, with a pencil, with a paint. And it does not exclude the electronic or the digital means of photography. Every photograph, every picture maker, every picture maker, whatever the means of your picture making, of living things with souls, then they are in this narration, as Shaykh Al-Fawzan says, that they will be the most severely punished on the Day of Judgment. وَهَذَا عَامْ and this is general. Fi To every picture maker. We also learnt the reason behind this prohibition of taking pictures and making pictures of living things with souls. And that reason was because you are then, by doing that, attempting to create like the creation of Allah. You're trying to make a recreation of the creation of Allah, a resemblance of the creation of Allah. You're imitating the creation of Allah. So that is impermissible. It is as if you are making yourself a creator alongside Allah. Also we learn therefore from all of these narrations that clearly, clearly picture making is from the major sins. Picture making of living things with souls is from the major sins. How do we know that? Because of the statement in the hadith, who is more of a wrongdoer than the one who 
makes or tries to create like my creation. Who is more of a wrongdoer? That type of phrase indicates to you now this is a major sin. When it is said, who is more of a wrongdoer than the one who tries to create like my creation? That phrase indicates to you this is a major sin without doubt. Also we learn in these narrations the obligation to remove pictures. To get rid of pictures. And not to allow pictures to remain everywhere. There are narrations about how the angels do not enter a home with pictures. So the pictures should be eradicated, they should be wiped out, they should be got rid of. Your home should not be full of pictures everywhere, pictures of this, pictures of that, photographs of this, photographs of that. Photograph albums, family albums. It is impermissible. Haram upon everything we've just learnt now. Upon everything we've just learnt now and the statements of a Shaykh Al-Fawzan here. Haram to have these photo albums. They say memories. Memories of what? Memories, they say. Memories of times where most people were not even practicing. You want memories of your days when you were not even praying? You want memories of your days you had nothing to do with Islam, didn't understand anything? What memories are they? They are memories that are evil. And no person needs these memories. What is required is for a person to think about the upcoming future and his end. And when his life will finish, when death will come to him, not sit back wasting time thinking about memories of the past. It is the future that you need to be concerned about. When the man came to the Prophet ﷺ and he said, Mata sa'a, When is the hour going to be? When is the day of judgment going to be? The Prophet ﷺ said to him, What have you prepared for it? Meaning, prepare, get ready. Think to the future, when death comes to you and resurrection happens. Not sit there thinking about the past and memories and sentimentality. That is all a waste. And it is impermissible to have these types of albums and these pictures and these likes. Also we learn that graveyards, graves cannot be outstanding above the ground. They cannot be like tombs sticking out of the ground as the majority of the people they do, even the Muslims. Rather what is required that they are flattened to the ground. And there is only up to a hand span of a rock or something of the nature uh, on top of the grave and nothing more than that. That is the end of the chapter regarding picture making. Any questions on that chapter so far? Any questions related to that? After this, there are barely four or five chapters to go. So, inshallah, we should finish before Ramadan. Inshallah ta'ala, we have three Sundays before Ramadan. So in the next three Sundays, inshallah, we can complete the last five or six chapters. Some of them are short. Two or three chapters can easily be done per session. So hopefully before Ramadan, in perfect timing, we'll conclude all of this book. But if there's any questions so far then... Huh? No, those pictures, like the passport... 
like your passport, like your driving license, that is necessity. The scholars, they allow where there is necessity. You have no choice. If you don't get that picture on your passport, you can't go do hajj. Necessity. You have to have the picture on your passport. So necessity allows it. Money now. If you don't carry money, well, nowadays it's almost possible. It is possible. You can go without money. You carry your plastic card, you can do everything these days. But in some places still, you need the physical cash. If you don't have the physical cash, with the pictures on it often, you don't have that, you can't buy any food to eat. Necessity. So where there's necessity, it's allowed. But outside of necessity, it's not allowed. There's no need to keep that. You go there to the scan, they do the scan thing, the picture comes up, and then they give you the picture for your memories. Alhamdulillah, if they give you the all clear, everything is good, you don't need to keep the picture. Even if they tell you something is wrong, what are you going to do with the picture? Are you a doctor or something? So get rid of the pictures, you don't need to keep the pictures. Hmm. You know the, the, the actual photo, the drawing, is, is it concerning the face or what if you take a picture of like someone's back? No, this type of thing people always talk about. What if you don't have the face on? Can I take pictures of the body of a person? The answer really is, why go into that type of thing? Why are you so desperate to have to take a picture of somebody? I leave the face out though. Is it okay if I leave the face out? Everybody always mentions these things. It's a good point. Everybody's always talking about it. What if I leave the face out? What if I do this? What if I cover the eyes up? Why? Why are you so desperate you have to have a picture of people? Leave these pictures and leave this picture making. Instead of all of this thing about, I'll wipe this out, I'll wipe that out, I'll cover this. Why do you need it in the first place? Like we said, where there's a necessity, then it's allowed, even with the face. Keep the necessity. Outside of the necessity, why do you need to do it? If you have no necessity, leave it. Simple as that. Dolls which have no faces, then it's mentioned, it is permissible. Dolls which are, which are bland, they are plain. They don't have features and they don't have faces and just a general outline of a body, hands, arms, it's a doll. They're allowed for kids. That's allowed. But not the, the types of dolls you get from some of these pound London things. Where they're humans. Everything. Exactly. Not those. We're talking about bland dolls without any features, etc. Just a general outline of a human. Some clothes and like a rag doll. Permissible. Videos is a very complicated issue. Because a video, even though the experts will tell you technically it is still picture making because it's just multiple pixels put together and then they move. When you join all the pixels together and you watch them in motion, in movement, then they move. It's a video. So technically it's picture making. But that is something the scholars, it's, they don't really mention it directly as a ruling in this. It's one of those dubious affairs. Live is okay. Live isn't picture making. This is about making a picture. When it's a live stream, you have a live stream. You're not, and you're not recording anywhere. Then is that picture making? It isn't. Because where are you making the picture? It's a live stream. The minute you turn off, it's gone. There's nothing left. There's no recording anywhere. It's gone. They say that's just like if you were looking in a mirror. You're looking in a mirror, you made a picture of yourself in the mirror. But when you go away, that's it, it's gone, there's nothing there. You haven't made a picture. 
So a live stream, the scholar says, okay, because there's nothing physically being stored or recorded. Minute you press off, it's gone. Nothing there, no picture. Small kids, inshallah, there is more excuse anyway, before the age of responsibility upon them. But once they get to the age of responsibility, then certainly no. Once they get to the age of responsibility, high school, then you should make the arrangements and explain to the teachers what is halal, what is haram in your religion and not do it. The younger children, there is more leeway. Destroy them, get rid of them. If whatever you've made in the past, you've bought your home now, yeah. finished, your project's done, get rid of it now, finish it, whatever has happened in the past. They do, you're right. Some people hold the opinion that photographs are okay, because they say it's digital and it's not like picture making with a pencil. But then we say to them, these narrations here, every single one of them is open and general. If you feel confident... And you've got proof to say that photographs that are digital and whatever else and camcord, uh, cameras and different things, that those pictures are excluded from these narrations and you feel confident with that, that's up on your head. Tell them that. Otherwise, these narrations are open and general to every picture maker. A photographer is by nature known as a photographer. He makes photographs. In other words, in Arabic, what do you call that? Who speaks Arabic here? Anybody? What do you call a photographer in Arabic? But that's the, the modern. What's a normal fusha? What do you say? Musawwir. Huh? Musawwir. The word used in the hadith. Musawwir. That's what you say. So, the hadith are general. Anybody wants to say photographs aren't in it, upon their head to bring the evidences and, and, and to feel confident that they're safe and none of this applies to them. That's upon them. Otherwise, we say it's all general. Avoid it all. You prevent them. You tell them you do not have permission. If they do it, sin upon them. Good to stop them, prevent them. Just the other day, just the other day, coincidence, a Sheikh Abdul Muhsin al Abbad released a statement. Just the other day, recently, I think, if I'm not mistaken. He released a statement saying, I don't know what the context was, I only saw the statement. But he said, basically, I have never given permission to anyone to take my photograph. The only people who I have ever given permission to take my photograph, he said, was the identification card. In Saudi, you have to have identification cards and the passport. He said, they're the only, the only identification papers. Anyone else, if you see pictures of him on the internet here, they said, I've never given permission to anyone. No one has permission to take my photograph. And this is how the scholars are, all of them, like this, many of them. They all say this, you don't have permission to record me, take photographs, but people do it. Sin is upon them, upon those people doing it. Last question. You know the graves, um, if you have a family member that's passed away, so mm. got a tombstone now, so in that situation, would you say, if it's in your hands, you can remove that tombstone? Or? The way you phrased your question... If it's in your hands, you have the responsibility, you have the authority, then of course, remove it and put something small there. But if you put something small, like, you know, with, with like graveyards, if you go like, say, you know, as time goes on, the graveyard gets more and more full. And then sometimes 
if it's just a stone, then how would you recognize it or that stone as new or etc.? For fourteen hundred years, the Muslims have been putting stones down. They don't have any problems. You put down a stone the size of a handspan, 10, 20 centimeters, not a small pebble, big stone, a big rock, size of a handspan. You put it down at the head, into the ground. Maybe it could be even bigger, the stone, under the ground, only above the ground, a handspan of it. So it's there, it's stuck in. In some of the Arab countries, that's exactly how they do it. In Kuwait, they have these rocks about this big. Just stick it into the ground, a small rock, and that's it. And, and they put like a number. Even There, they don't even put the name on it. A number. Number, and you know this is the uh, uh, grave. Yeah, this, like we said, video is something a bit different and the issue is a bit different anyway. Video recordings aren't directly in our discussion today. That is something slightly different. And the scholars do mention slightly different things about it. So video and TV recordings and these things are a bit bit different to it. Still, most of the scholars don't, don't agree to it. They don't, they don't allow it. But sometimes it may be, it comes up in that way, that the, the agencies, whoever they are, government agencies, they want to record one of the scholars giving a fatwa to the people of the country, things that happens. But that's a video thing which is a bit different anyway. No, scholars have that opinion. They say, they say, out of necessity, they say. Then this is like a necessity. It's a benefit. It's a means. That's opinion of some of the scholars. Some of them still say no. They say photographs, no. Some of the scholars even say TV, all this video recording, no. They said fourteen hundred years Islam has spread to how much it has spread without TV. We don't need to have TV now. Some of them are like that still. You know, Akim, I heard that if something doesn't look like a, a creation of Allah, mm. so something might have eyes or something but it's like like someone who told me he said have you seen that Hello Kitty that, uh, it looks like a car basically but he said it doesn't look like a car so if something is made which doesn't resemble creation then there is it's, it's, it's a different issue again like for example you draw like they are for kids you draw like a car with a face it's got eyes and it's got a mouth and it's got ears and it's, it talks made up things that they do for kids. Is that what cars really are? Cars are alive. So you could draw a car with a face and eyes and make it, it's a, it's a car that's alive. Because that isn't a real thing anyway. There isn't a soul in that anyway. This isn't in a competition with the creation of Allah. There's no such thing as that. You draw a tree that's alive, face and mouth and everything. That's different again. But that is only, we're talking with kids and for the youngsters. That doesn't mean adults are not going to say, okay, I'll do that kind of stuff. Why are you going to do it? For the kids, that type of thing has leeway in it. So, leave it there for today then. Inshallah, next week carry on uh, for the final thing, uh, for the next chapter, inshallah.